We bless your name, O oh Lord. Blessed are you, God. We bless you because, Lord, you are awesome. You are pure. You are speaking. You are almighty. I worship you, and I give you all this that you have given me, Lord, in the secret place. Please release revelation to my brothers and sisters, Lord. Release, Lord, the anointing. Release the activation. Release a refreshment, because I know, Lord, that they're warriors, God. I thank you, Lord, and cover this session, Lord. With your mighty name, I pray, Jesus, that you will deliver and you will speak to every heart, Lord. And I just decrease and that your Holy Spirit just takes over, God. I love you and I worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I just want to share that. I want to share that um, God spoke to me in regards to prayer. He's been telling me that the best place to be is with him. And so he pressed on me in uh, the prayer and the intercession and uh, just uh, through worship, of course, in the word. But he has me in a season of prayer now. And it's just something that it just flows. And even though he does flow in my primary language, and I, so I was happy. I was praying to the Lord, help me with the English fluency, Lord, because my is Spanish. But anyway, he gave me this, and Pastor Pastor Greg had given me a, a book in regarding to uh, regards to intercession. So it's like you know, thank to um, Benny Johnson that some of this material is what I'm going to share with you guys, and some others from the Word of God, and some other from the Revelation of the Spirit of the Lord. Okay. So I have like two alarms, so just for the time purposes. So he gave me this title, Connected with the Heart of God Through Worship and Prayer, or through, through Prayer and Intercession. And so what is prayer? I was like, a lot of people said that is a conversation with God. Yes, it is a conversation, but I got something real cute here. And it says, it's an honest, sincere, and private dialogue with our Heavenly Father. And this is in Matthew 6, 6, and where he says, But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. So we, we got to find a secret place. When I used to be... In another religion, I didn't even know how to pray. Because all you have to memorize certain things. And so I'm like, wow, Lord, you're teaching me how to pray. And somebody that, I, that went to this religion for so many years, and I don't even know how to pray. I didn't even know how to pray. But, but anyway, and I learned this through spending time with the Lord. The, the way that I did is when I moved to San Diego, that's when God got a hold of me here, when I moved like 11 years ago. And I started pulling those wits with those hands around the house. It was minimum um, finances. So that's when I started speaking with the Lord. And I believe that that's the time that he started speaking more to me. And then he started teaching me how to speak to him. Then, of course, the, the time in the bathroom with worship because uh, life gets so busy. 
I gotta go do this, and your mind is just like, oh, I gotta, I'm gonna, and then no. So at that a certain point, I said, I'm gonna make an appointment with you, God. This is your time. It's like you're gonna be on time at your appointment. The same here with the Lord. So anyway, I'm just sharing a little bit. So capturing the heart of the heavens, meaning the heartbeat of Jesus, meaning his heart. Um, that's something he gave you, like fusing your heart with mine. That's what it is. And so when he enter, when you enter his gates in the secret place, we will encounter his overwhelming love and presence. Our souls and heart will connect with him. And this is in the word also in Psalms 36, 7, when he says that how precious is your unfailing love. Oh, God, all humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. And so I really take it so personal. I want to be under the shadow of your wings, Lord. We want to be under the shadow of your wings and your presence and your heart. I want to hear your heart. And so also Psalm 63.8 says, My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand upholds me. So I want to lean in my prayer in his heart. I want to fuse my heart to his heart. And how do you do that, right? Because there's so much distractions. So it's just the solitude. I know, Jim, that you do your prayers during your walks, and you do your worship all the time. And, but there's that moment. There's that moment. It's like, God, what's going on? Like, and that's when we need to stop and ask, what are you saying, God? I want to connect with you. What are you saying, Lord? That's when that happens, then guess what? We birth an intercession. It's like a spiritual pregnancy, I want to say, yeah. and where there's a new prayer and intercession in our belly buttons, which is in our inner beings, and that's like a gift that he's given us because we're going to birth it. And so the gift of intercession is the God-given ability to consistently pray on behalf of and for others. And when that is birth in our bellies and our tummy, in his birth, that's when God is, obviously, he's our great intercessor. That's when he gives us intercede for this, intercede for that. Sometimes, like, who, why? He's had me pray for people on the movie industries. Uh, soap operas, like, I don't even know, Lord. Oh, okay, well, I'm going to pray for them. And so that's awesome when you connect with him and you are able to just fuse your heart with his heart. When you soak in his presence, the presence of God, and experience, experience his amazing love, the Lord will deposit in your heart the spirit of intercession. That's in Romans 8, 26 and 7, which says, the spirit will intercede for us Consequently, your intercession will flow, and you and the heavens will be in agreement with prayers for the needs of the earth. 
right? And new intercession will give birth because the Spirit of God, His living water, will be overflowing in you. And that is in Luke 17, 21. It says, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. It's within. You carry the kingdom of God. Isn't that awesome? But sometimes we forget, right? Mm -hmm. We forget because the earth and the world and the oppositions, afflictions, fears, challenges, our our close ones and people that we know, the bad news, for example, that interferes. And if you're an intercessor, just know that you know that you know that there is an attack coming because somebody in opposition of God does not want you to do that intercession, overflowing the intercession. And so the way that that's going to be is by putting block, blocking you, blocking you. So <clears throat> let's continue here. So the king, we stop at the kingdom of God is within you. Your yes and God's yes is the victory on the intercession. So your yes, because God already said yes, but if you come into agreement with him and the yes, then that's the victory right there. Do not doubt, because you know the devil's going to try to bring you confusion through whatever bad news or afflictions is happening. But that's the big yes, because you come into a yes, I give you the yes, Lord, because you already said yes. Amen. So that will be um, in 2 Corinthians 1.20 says, For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him amen to the glory of God through us. So I love when the Lord speaks and confirms. Mm-hmm. Amen. So the next bold letters that I have here is interceding from victory. So we're going to take a look a little bit from offensive versus defensive, okay? Offensive intercession is knowing that God gave us the ball, the victory, the blessing, right? He defeated all principalities, rules at the cross. This is in Colossians 2.15, where Jesus said, Jesus, the word says, Jesus disarmed principalities and powers. He made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them. So we are the offensive team. We are the winning team. We got the ball. We got it. We got the blessing. We got the intercession. We got the new birth that is coming, all right? Therefore, we need to focus on the goal and not to be bouncing the ball around. Get it? We need to hold on on the ball, So, which is the prayer or, or the, the blessing, around without a course. Meaning that we doubt, we're confused, we're like stumbling, we're just like, I don't know. But anyway, we got to take the territory, the land, the region, and be certain that we are winners in Christ. We, will, we need to hear God's instructions and pray in agreement with him. And that backs it up with Romans 8, 31. If God is for us, who can be against us, right? 
but do we forget sometimes? If we're like, let's talk about like what I did right now. <laughs> Defensive intercession. That means that this is a chasing the ball to try to get the victory from Satan's courtyard. Be careful if you choose to, to play in his ground, which is a basketball court or a football court, you know, any visual that you have in his ground. Because um, what he's trying, he's trying to take the ball, trying to take the ball in the devil's playground will only result in frustration and a place of defeat because the intercession will operate in confusion, desperation, doubt, fear. It will bring exhaustion. If you receive bad news, I'm going to share this with you guys. I know it's going to be there. I got bad news when exactly when I was teaching this, this specific, because I, I, I shared seven classes, because this is like the condensed. I got bad news. And immediately I felt like, oh, what? Because my doctor said, well, though, I don't want you to, you know, lose sleep out of, out about of cancer people. Lala. It could not be cancer. And it's just like, this, but do not be afraid. Maybe this and maybe that. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not going to go into details, but this is a doctor, right? But don't lose sleep over it. And she's like already like saying that maybe cancer, maybe not. And it's like, oh, please don't declare those things over me. So that moment, I was like, oh, what if that's, and what is that? What is that? Oh no. And then my heart was like afflicted. In the, and then I remember, I'm not going to play in your ground, you devil. Wow. I am not. Uh-uh. I am with the Lord. What are you doing, Lord? Okay, show me what you're doing. I believe you. And besides, if you take me home, what's the fear? And my affliction started to decrease and decrease and decrease. And I'm like, nah, that's because I'm teaching this class. So get away from me, Satan. Get out. So anyway, it's not easy. It's not easy. But... Um, Thank to God that he just reminded me of that, specifically for these the, when I was teaching this class. So, don't be afraid. That's what the evil one wants. The devil will play his ground only if you choose to stay in his ground. It's important that you know who you are in Christ and knowing the limits of the enemy. He is not omnipotent. Help me with this pronunciation, okay? Omnipresent and omniscient. God is. God is. He's not. He's got limitations. If Job, the book of Job, he got permission from God and a certain limitation, what God told him that he can do, but God told him, stop, you cannot touch this. So there's limitation in the almighty and all power it still belongs to the Lord. And it will be forever. So let's talk a little bit about defeating those fears and confusion. So we need to take our place and authority in knowing who we are in Christ. 
And we know, but we need a reminder. You know, your identity is based on the relationship you have with Jesus and knowing his word. The Bible says that we are God's progeny, progeny, inheritors, family, that we are born again and we were given life next to Christ. And you find this in Ephesians 2, 4, 6. And it says, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So this is something that I shared yesterday that um, God has really spoken to me in regards to that. Sometimes we take, we have the seat in the heavenly places with our Lord, but for some reason, we get up and we leave that seat. We leave it abandoned. Because we go and play with the devil in the second heaven. Or we come to the earth and it's like our own minds, or our own analogies, and we forget that we are sitting in heavenly places. Somebody told me yesterday, like, well, I don't want to be over-spiritual. Well, I don't believe that you're over-spiritual because God's spirit. So if you're God's spirit, then think in the spirit because there's spirit. He is spirit. So don't be so hard on yourself. Yes. And, um, and also, as our... I, our identity is we became a new creation, and we know this through 2 Corinthians 5.17. And a spiritual identity with Christ, that's, we are that. Also in Romans 8.14-15, for as many are, as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God, right? For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again, to fear, but you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. So in order for us to know who we are, we really have to spend time with the Lord. We really need to spend time with the Word, and we really need to believe the Lord, and we really need to stay in that seat. And it's a royal seat. God showed me that it's a royal seat. And it's got gold around it. Like, let's see the frames of the chairs. It's gold. And it's, there's a little bit of red, like, in, in the upper. And I, um, he didn't show me where you're sitting. He just showed me the back of it. And it's, it's a royal chair. Do not get off the chair. Stay in the chair. Because you are. And so I have some references here. And so I just wrote them. I didn't write the scriptures because it will be too long to read all the scriptures. And it's, the scriptures are referring uh, who we are in the Lord. We are a chosen generation. We're royalty. We are a family. I mean, you probably know more than, um, than that I can remember right now. <laughs> But there's a whole list of, uh, in his word of, he, of who we are in him, what he's telling us. He loves us so much, and he gave us the power. The power that we carry is his power because there's no junior Holy Spirit. 
There is no uh, teenager Holy Spirit. There is no adult Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the glory of God. His Spirit. Yeah. Sometimes when somebody is praying with us with all their faith in Jesus, well, we can say, well, we didn't feel anything. Like, well, that was the Holy Spirit. Is what you, you believe God? Yes. Don't believe the person. Believe the Holy Spirit. And so anyway, just your identity, it's important to know so you can fuse your heart with the Lord, Jesus, and stay in the heavenly places also. Careful not to play in the devil's ground. But operate in the almighty power in the third heaven. Now, the armor of God. Yes, we need to be armed. If we're going to intercede, if we're going to pray, if we're going to intercede for something, or may we, some people enter into a spiritual warfare. So we need the armor. So let's remember to, uh, each piece of the armor, and we know that we, our fight is not flesh and blood. It is against principality, darkness, and um, there's more. I have them in Spanish. Oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> um, so, but, you know, he showed me this beauty, you guys. And I want to share this with you. The piece of the armor. So, the belt of truth. This is, I titled it, Jesus is our armor. Okay? Because he is the truth. He says in John 14... I am, you've got 15 minutes, I am the truth. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Let me go faster. He is a righteousness, Ephesians 4, 24. Because of his righteousness, his blood, that's what we are justified. He is the righteousness. So He is our good news in Isaiah 52, 7 says our faith is in him. I'm sorry, uh, it says that he is the good news, the ones that proclaim the good news. And our faith is in him. So for me, he is my faith. He is. And so, and he is the word. He, John 1, 1. Yeah, at the beginning was the word, and the word was the word. So he is the word, so... So I love that, you know, when God gave me this. Um, and this is the offensive weapon, you guys. He is our intercessor. And if we close ourselves in Jesus daily, which is the lie that destroys darkness, this is John, John 8, 12, and the almighty warrior who has the victory, all things are under his submission and dominion. So Jesus is our armor. We are more than conquerors in Christ. Dress up in Christ and partner with him during your prayers and you will be a joyful and victorious intercessor. Colossians 3, 12, 17. And so intercession, just come in agreement with the Lord. Come in agreement. And you will fuse and you will partner with him and the intercession is going to be great. The timing, it's his timing. The, he's got the answers 
in his timing. But knowing that you are with Christ, that you're interceding with him, in him, in him, within him, you got it. You're more than conquerors, so do not be afraid in your intercessions. And start with your worship, start in the restroom, start in like making an appointment with the Lord, and here I am, God. I got to tell you all these things, and I know you got to tell me some stuff too, right? So that's my little presentation for you guys. Have you enjoyed it? And I think we're going to... Then we're going to work on the activation. And I know you're an intercessor. And you guys are intercessors. So just, just do some activations. I don't know if I'm supposed to do the activations. So anyway, any comments real quick? Wonderful. Questions? Wonderful presentation. Thank you. Question? Yes. Yes. Okay. How do you how do you keep intercessory when you get tired? Like whether God was checking you up at night or just your busy day, I find myself getting tired and it's like oh, I just don't have it in me. So here here's a tip. Lord, I'm tired. Your spirit intercedes. Let your spirit intercede. And you find that is a lot easier intercede in the spirit. You just close your eyes and you're just like, and the spirit will intercede. And, yes, yes. And, mm-hmm. and you're going to find it so easy because the spirit is going to do it for you. And he, the spirit is going to lift you up. He's going to give you the strength. And, it's, it's going to get you going. It's going to get you going. So even if you're laying down, even if you're sitting down, even if you're sitting outside in the patio, it's like, Lord, I'm so tired. Because, you know, you deal with a lot of mm-hmm, people's emotions and troubles and problems. And so it's like, okay, Lord, cleanse me right now. Let your spirit intercede for me because I'm very exhausted. And he will lift you up. You'll be amazed, Gretchen. 